And welcome to Pros and Doms. Good evening to our audience and beloved listeners. Hello, bros. Hello, Doms. Oh. I had I had my first blue apron meal tonight. Really? Yes. Uh this evening's episode is sponsored by a blue apron. Oh, I wish. Can you imagine? That's what the big radio shows get. Like, enter code pros and doms for $50 off your first. I'd be wearing those untucked shirts night and day if that was the case. (laughs) Um, Tonight was the seared chicken and roasted potatoes. I'll tell you the sad part of the title of that recipe was the star of the show was that kale salad. You, that was not in the title, though, pros. I'm confused. So there's the main event, which is the seared chicken, which was okay. The roasted potatoes were fantastic. The kale salad was the star of the show. So there's, so I don't, it's not, it's an entree, a side, and a salad? Yeah. Um, it's called the kale salad and creamy Calabrian dressing. What the hell is that? So, so you take the kale. They get they give you the kale on the stem. So you got to de-stem the kale, which is kind of a pain. I was kind of surprised they did that, but um, you add Greek yogurt, you add chili paste to the Greek yogurt, you add garlic. You mix that all together, and you get this sauce. Oh, a tzatziki. A spicy tzatziki. A very spicy tzatziki. Oh. And then and then to the kale salad, you add olive oil, and you add salt and pepper. And then you massage that kale salad to get it nice and soft. And then you whip in the, the tzatziki dressing, and oh, man. Oh, man. That is the best kale salad I've ever had. Okay. Okay. I know we've preliminary off air talked about this, but now that you're in it, you know, one of the things is that I think our listeners are very, you know, are attuned to is that, you know, I, I do, I do a good, I do a decent amount and, and quality of cooking. And I, I just, the whole and I'm not using this in a pejorative sense, but meal in a box is um, this, I, I don't, for me, I don't understand the value proposition. And I know value propositions are different for every person. Um, it, how did it make your, I don't want to put my value proposition on, how did it make your value proposition? Was this worth it? Or, you know, how, where do you come from after doing this now? I'll tell you what the thing is with it is can I make more of it if I just had the recipe and went to the grocery store and spent $20? Yes. Yes. I could make probably like twice as much 
as what came in the box. However, here's here's the issue with it is, um, you know, it required Greek yogurt. So I would have had to buy a tub of Greek yogurt. I would have had to buy chili paste. I would have had to buy Italian seasoning for the potatoes. I would have had to buy uh, red wine vinegar because I didn't have any of that at home. I would have had to buy uh, like a five-pound bag of potatoes. I would have had to buy kale. I would have had to buy, you know, three pounds of chicken or, you know, the family pack at Wegmans. I would have had to buy all this stuff and it would add it up to like 60 bucks. Like, could I have made 10 times as much for 60 bucks? Yes. But just to have everything assembled and have everything like pre-measured out, like just take this whole thing of yogurt, add this whole thing of chili paste. It comes with a, a garlic, a, um, a bulb of garlic. So you don't even have to worry about getting the garlic. So it, it's just the time, I think, of just going to the grocery store and thinking of all these ingredients and remembering to get them all and not having so much left over that it just ends up going to waste anyway is where the value proposition lies. So could, could I make this meal for cheaper than what it was made for? Yes. But getting all these different ingredients involved, it, it would have been, it, it would have cost at least as much for more of a quantity, but this just makes it so much easier because I didn't even have to think about going into the store and doing all this. And, you know, I've read over time, you know, the epidemic of food waste. And you, you, you get that. You get that, oh, you know, that quantity discount. If you buy a bigger tub of something, mayonnaise, for example. But it's not a savings. It's a cost, an additional cost. If you don't use that extra amount, that it's cheaper to get five ounces at $2 than it is to get 10 ounces at $3 because that extra dollar is completely not worth it if you don't need that extra five ounces. If, if I had four kids at home, like absolutely it would be cheaper to go to the grocery store, but just for myself or for two people, it's perfect. Now, what is your plan? Are you you got to do this every night with with Blue Apron, or what? What's going on here? So you you get three meals a week. Okay. Um. So three meals, and you get two servings per meal. So really, it's like six days worth of meals. Or if you have two people, it's three days worth of meals. But in truth, like you don't really want it. Like nobody's cooking seven nights out of the week, so that's that's more than enough for like a week supply. Okay. Um. So I I think the plan is is maybe get like two weeks worth, and then like cancel it, and kind of get caught up because it'll probably take three weeks to go through it all, and then you know re re up it again. All right, that's cool. Well, I I, I know friends. And they 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 love the the variety, the convenience. I mean, there's a lot of things. There's there's a lot of things that I think they hit. And they hit well, and you and they and that's what they monetize. That they're not monetizing. You know, I don't think there's anything. You know, we use this 
exotic jicama. No, it's pretty much main, you know, down the middle. Here's the shrimp. Here's the garlic. Here's the kale. It, the pretty straightforward uh, ingredients. It's just all that convenience and that variety and, well, really just for convenience of not having to meal prep and search out uh, recipes and things like that. And I don't think it's a bad idea, you know, if I wanted to make that again, I could save the card and kind of remember, like, what to get at the grocery store to make it again. Right. That's one my one of my friends that have that made, like, I just call it a real-life Pinterest board. Yeah, where, where you just know, like, oh, this recipe just really works. Because... I know myself, I'm not going to make a meal with two sides. <laughs> right. You know, if I'm making chicken, that's that's what I'm making is just the chicken. I'm not going to spice it up with a kale salad and some roasted potatoes. Absolutely. What he does is that he holds it. And like uh, like you said, the when you have to do it in volume, it doesn't obviously... The service doesn't translate for volume, but when he, you know, he might go through, well, you're going through three recipes a week. So in a month he might have two of his favorites and he'll hold one of those favorites. And then when his family comes over, he has the recipe and the knowledge of, of making it. And he can make that on a much greater scale. That's the thing is it like I roasted potatoes tonight and I I would not have cut up the potatoes in the way that it instructed me to do for the recipe or I would not have prepared them in the way it it told me to do for the recipe if if I didn't have that recipe card. So, I mean, really you're buying like a recipe book and kind of the, the like you're buying the food, of course, and then you get the recipe book kind of for free. And an inheritance skill set that you're building with it as well. Right. Because Blue Apron doesn't release the recipes or anything like that. Like, you can't just go online. I mean, I'm sure, like, there's a website that has scanned photos of, you know, what people have made in the past. But it's just, uh, and, and, you know, now that you're getting the experience with, you know, the proper quantities and things of ingredients... Like you're like, oh yeah, I could totally remake that. Like that, that wasn't that hard to go to the grocery store and pick out those ingredients. But it's just the the thinking it through, and you know how many times, it, you know maybe maybe it's different for you, but how many times have I gone to the grocery store and planned a meal, and had it really not turn out that great? Yeah. And then this this turned out perfect because it was just the perfect quantities, the exact you know if you follow the directions to a T, it pretty much. You know, you know, it's it's like doing a uh, a TV. What do they call those TV dinners? TV mm-hmm. dinners. It, it's like doing a TV dinner, but like just doing all the prep work involves with it too, and having it taste like ten times as good. That's cool, and, and I'm glad it worked for you, Rose. I'm glad you're you're with it, and you're on um, the Blue Apron board. Blue Apron, I'm bored with Blue Apron. Blue Apron, please reach out to us at prosanddoms at gmail.com for sponsorship information. I would uh, 
we we will gladly devote some podcasts to um cooking with pros and doms blue apron style the the one complaint i had um is is i was supposed to get it <laughs> and there goes the sponsorship <laughs> ladies and gentlemen <laughs> i was supposed to get it on a sunday you know cuz the mail comes on sunday now thanks to amazon uh, the post office is open. It's not open to the public on Sunday, but it delivers on right. Sunday because Amazon pays them to deliver on Sunday. Um, it was supposed to come on Sunday. It came on Saturday. I was not home Saturday. Uh oh. So I had the food sitting out for a full, a good twenty four hours. Oh no. Be- yes. Uh, so I was concerned about that. Um. But it comes in this like um, padded, like aluminum uh, plastic thing that's inside of a box. And then there's like ice packs inside of the padded aluminum thing. So um, the ice packs were still ice when I opened it. Yeah. So you figure like there's at least two days of shipping plus sitting at my doorstep for another day. So 72 hours and it's still ice inside there. Well, I don't ask questions. I don't want the answers to. Exactly. It, it was, I don't, they said whatever's in those ice packs, I, I save them. You can reuse them. So I'll, I'll use them in a cooler or something. I threw them in the freezer. So it, it still preserved the food. Um, so I, I was completely comfortable, you know, cooking everything without worrying about getting food poisoning or anything like that, because it it just, uh, whatever magic is in that ice pack, uh, it it saved all the food. That's a packaging science miracle right there. It's, they say it's 99% water and 1% like thickener or buffer or something. I don't know what they make the ice pack out of, but that's maybe a story for another day. Yes. So this is why we're here tonight is the what everyone's been waiting for. Uh, you know, we've heard about it for weeks. Um, you know, people ask me in the street, pros, when are you going to do this? Pros, the Halloween special. When, when are you going to do a Halloween special, pros? Pros, can you dub in That's a, what, I know we're killing the magic here, but will you dub in a Halloween sound effect? Like if we do a proper intro, yeah, please. yeah, like, like some, um, some bats, yeah, you know, some, you know that, ooh, yeah, you know, just like that, something like that, but actually scary, but actually scary, yes. Okay, so should we have a real so, intro? Like I'm thinking, like the Simpsons Treehouse of Horrors. Yes. Yes. Welcome to the Pros and Doms Halloween special. Yes. So let's, and I like how we're giving the listeners a little production here behind the, behind the scenes. So, uh, so, so let's uh, intro it and then we can get right into it. We, uh, pros suggested this, this idea maybe a while ago because he was getting some buzz on the street about it and. Who am I to not give the listeners what they want? So he said, hey, let's do a Halloween special. And I said, all right, sounds good. I'm all in for that. 
So his idea was for to get a pros and doms fable, a Halloween fable, to be read. And I said, I as prose does, as you guys know, prose does all the editing work. I said, well, I can, I, I'll find the fable. And true to form, I do not find a fable whatsoever. And I find nearly the complete opposite of a Halloween fable. I find an article in Teen Vogue on five people to share their real-life horror tales with. And uh, I was like, this is perfect for pros and doms. It's scary enough that I won't get freaked out. And it's also uh, enough fodder for us to have our patented conversation, pros and doms conversations with. So uh, our first Halloween special is going to be, and we're citing the source. Uh, so, uh, pros, if you want to do the intro, like the lead in, I'll hit them with the intro from the article and then we can kind of go from there. Do we just want to alternate stories? Yeah, oh, absolutely. This is be awesome. I'm excited. I mean, I'm scared. So, so I'm telling the first story or doing the uh, intro? If you do the first story, I'll do, you do the lead in with the, where you're going to put the sound effects and then the name of the podcast. And then I'll come in with that intro paragraph. And then if you want to go into the first story, I think we'll just pros and doms it from there. Welcome, listeners, to a very special pros and doms. Tonight, we are greeted by five haunting stories, haunting Teen Vogue stories. Listen if you dare. Whether around a campfire or just sitting around with friends, you've probably heard a scary story or two that's given you new chills. Sure, ghosts, paranormal activity, and supernatural beings aren't real, right? But indulging in a fun, spine-chilling tale is the perfect way to prepare for Halloween, especially when the person telling the story swears it's real. Woo-hoo-hoo. So listen, gather round, friends. For the first pros and dams Halloween story. If you can stand it. Go ahead, Dom. Oh, I thought you were doing the first story. Oh, I'll, I'll do the first one. Okay. Story one, the funeral home. My family home used to be a funeral home. It's over 100 years old, and I'm pretty certain it's haunted. I used to have sleep paralysis sometimes when I would come home on breaks from college where I would wake up unable to move but could see a pale figure of a girl with a dark headband standing next to my bed. She was always facing the window, so I never saw her face. But man, was it terrifying. My dog would also sleep in my bed and wake up in that middle of the night 
like wake up in the middle of the night to bark at a dark corner of my room and stuff like that. After I had sleep paralysis, I spent the rest of that Christmas break sleeping in my mom's bed with her. Woohoo! All right, this was one of the dumbest stories. Can we can we can we can we comment on this now? Yes. Uh yeah, let's comment. Um out of character. Sleep paralysis is is a real thing, right? I've never experienced it, but I've heard stories. So the the way I understand it is you're basically not fully out of your you know, there's five sleep phases you go through. Um, you know, five being the deepest sleep and one being just a light you know, like just as you fall asleep, that's the first sleep phase. So uh, the way I understand it is if you wake up, but you're still in like one of the sleep phases, you're unable to move your body. And, but you're still like, you're somehow conscious to uh, what's going on around you and you can see. So you have vision and it's a of the real world type of deal, right? Like it's an evolutionary trait. So that you don't, when you're dreaming, you don't hurt yourself or react in a, in that kind of way. Right. Like if you're sleeping by a cliff, you don't just suddenly like in the middle of your sleep, like roll, you know, 10 feet over off the cliff or something like that. Right. Um, so when I first read this story, I was like, this is dumb. Sleep paralysis is real, probably even more so in younger people than older people. And it's, it's, it's her sister who wants her room back. So she would have sleep paralysis. The dark headband standing next to bed was probably hers. And then the sister got exactly what she wanted. And the older sister went wham, 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 all the way to her mom's bed and slept with her for Christmas break. Which, if you're in college, mom, you should have had a problem with that. I don't care what the excuse is. Uh, yes, uh, the storyteller of this story was Becca. Um, and I, I just have an issue with this. I mean, first of all, um, in sleep paralysis, you're going to have visions because you're sort of still in that lucid dream state. Um, so it's not uncommon for people to report that they see like weird things in their sleep paralysis stage. It's not anything haunting. It's just your own imagination kind of running wild. Story one, uh, dumb. Dumb. Uh, my family home used to be a funeral home. Okay. So, uh, like, I, I would want to know more of that backstory. Like, you know, was your father, like, the undertaker? Was he uh, a funeral director? Or did you just get it for cheap? Yeah. I mean, your family home could eat could have been a tent and this could have been the same story not that spooky all right i'm making it an editorial decision to skip number two because i think that's really two is even dumber and i'm not i'm not going to get angry about it so i'm going to go to number three you want to go back you don't want to hear you want to go back to two pros that's on you but i want to go to three you don't want to hear about the ghost name it's dumb it's not even like hilarious or stupid it's just dumb there's, and I'm not, we need an hour, whole in our podcast to tell you about the difference between stupid and dumb. So number three, the haunted middle school. My middle school was haunted by a ghost of Violet Sharp, a suspect in the Lindbergh baby kidnapping. 
she was proved innocent after she hung herself in the maid's quarters. My school was the converted Morrow estate. Charles Lindbergh married Anne Morrow in my math and drama classroom. Ooh! But the third floor of the old maid's quarter was the most haunted place in the school. You never wanted to be roaming around after hours in any of the school. Doors would open and close, lights would flicker, but there were offices on the third floor. And when you went up there, down this one hallway, you would feel yourself suffocating. Not a hundred percent, but you felt it. Everyone has the same experience. And one time, I was trespassing on another part of the campus with a group of my friends one night, and we heard a choir of children. There, a hundred percent, was no choir there. Sam. Thank you, Sam. No, Sam. No, thank you. That was another dumb story. Dumb. It's an old school. That's why the lights flicker. That's why the doors open and close, because they don't latch. You weren't suffocating because of a ghostly presence. You were suffocating because of all the toxins in the air from where the building materials. And you were probably on some sort of drug trip with your, with your hippie friends. And that's why you're hearing from a choir of children. They were probably tripping on LSD. I, I love the teenage angst in this story because uh, he uses the, the term 100% two times. I didn't even notice that. You feel yourself suffocating, not 100%, but you felt it. And then you see a choir of children, but there was 100% no choir there. As if he doesn't know what other descriptor to describe. Like, you know, he doesn't know the term, like, absolutely or anything like that. So he just he just uses 100% for everything. Like, I think... This is 100% awesome. I think the most scary part, I think a more scary version of this Halloween special would be a video, a vlog of you and I having to read an entire Teen Vogue. Because <laughs> <laughs> this, this, is, this is, I mean, I, I'm, I'm not reading really any highbrow stuff in my life. But this, this, this is painful. This is pain. Somebody wrote this out and said, wait, this is going to Teen Vogue. I better proofread it. And submitted this. Yes. Like there ain't one adult there saying, I think if anything that we're going to get out of tonight with the pros and doms Halloween special is it's going to be that uh, these middle schoolers cannot tell ghost stories. Ooh. <laughs> <coughs> there's no, there's no cliffhangers here. There's just like, dude, I, I swear every time, every time you go up to that third floor, man, you can just hear, feel yourself suffocating. Like, what? No. Not a hundred percent. Not a hundred percent. Just sorta. But you, you still felt it, man. You still, I still felt it. 
Good lord. All right. I could just I could just hear a 12-year-old saying that. Also, it, I I don't have time to read this on the podcast, but if you want an interesting uh interesting website read, lindberghkidnappinghoax.com talks about all about Violet Sharp. Oh, that's cool. See, that's actually it's, interesting. Uh, it's uh somebody took the time to make this website and it looks like it was made um it's copyright 2002 it looks like it was made it looks like somebody just you know there's no somebody didn't use wix to create this website this is a uh they typed out ht like they learned html and just typed out the website you know there's different color text in it uh there's random photos pasted oh one of like those geo city uh, or angel fire Ones back in the day where you could just make your own with the most nastiest wizard ever. This, this is definitely an Angel Fire or GeoCities oh, website. Wow. Absolutely. Yeah. It still exists. They're using Comic Sans as a as a text. So it, it's probably the stupid Sam kid who made this website. I don't think Sam possesses that talent, but that could just be me. <laughs> Maybe not. I mean, the true amazing thing is that this website is still in existence. Somebody is, yeah, hosting it. That's that's somebody. Somebody's paying GoDaddy. Somebody forgot about this back in two thousand two, <laughs> and is still getting grandma's credit bucks. card still getting popped. <laughs> twenty bucks every year for the GoDaddy account to keep the domain. Sad. and they get the. The eight eight hundred kilobytes of memory it takes up for free on the server. <laughs> <laughs> I think the real spooky thing about this is this somebody could have died in like an apartment and like maybe just had no family and just you know their their checking account has more than enough money to keep the credit card on auto pay every every year to keep this uh, website going. And I think uh, I think that's what happened here. Is just somebody, somebody either doesn't know they're getting charged, or somebody died, and just has things set on auto pay, and this website is still going. Because I guarantee I'm the first person to visit this website in this decade. The ghost of Lindbergh baby hoax dot com. Lindbergh kidnapping hoax. Lindbergh kidnapping hoax dot com. The ghost of. Well, pros, I don't want to throw out more editorial, but it doesn't look like we have time for even two more stories. So I think you got to pick one, see where we're at. I, I, I don't know if, if, if you have one that you favor more than the other or, or what you want. But these, um, and I, I think we have the uh, editorial uh, jurisdiction to uh, take a podcast as long as we want. So let me be truthful with you and the listeners. I don't want to have to endure two more stories here because I'm I'm starting to get scared. Fair enough. We can always do a real Halloween special at some later time. Oh, whoa, uh, no, whoa, whoa. Okay, we're going to talk about this. That is offensive. <laughs> that has offended me. You have, you have, you have caused offense in my being, pros. This is a Halloween special of of a pros and doms nature. Yeah, you know, we're not reading the 
cask of Amontillado or whatever the hell that Edgar Allan Poe is. I, 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 I researched that. We could have done that tonight, but this isn't, this isn't theater. This isn't, this isn't, this isn't auditory theater. We're not, we're not voice actors. I mean, I mean, I've been told I could be, but that's a different subject. That's not the point. No, we, people listen to this for the pros and doms outlook on on the daily happenings of life and teeing vogue fits within the pop culture parameters of of life and this is this i feel this is right down this is this is perfect for pros and doms first halloween special so doms I'll, I'll leave it to you. Would you rather hear the spooky summer getaway or the rural home's dark secret? Well, in full disclosure, I've read both of them. And it is a, you know what? It's a coin flip, but due to my daughter not being able to put away things because uh, she just can't, you know what I have here? I have a die. As one okay. of those... Uh, one of those fantasy role playing die. So it's uh let's see what we have here. It's an eight sided die. Nope, I was wrong. Ten sided. Ten sided die. So how about we let the the die cast our decision? Since each of them are probably equally horrific and painful. Is it a haunted die? Oh, it can be. It okay, I'd, I would like it if it was. I think I found it behind my daughter's bed. So, yes, that's a very troubling place. So, uh, just just on the cleanliness factor alone. So, did, did it come from a spooky merchant who, after you bought it, he suddenly disappeared? No, but he told me not to eat it, that green apple. And due to the fact that it was spooky as hell, I didn't eat the green apple. So, uh I feel that's anticlimactic, but don't eat it at the green apple like the gas station green yeah, apple. Yeah, sort of like that. I was trying to go for like a you know Sleeping Beauty type of thing, but oh oh, I was I was thinking like don't eat the hot dogs at the green apple gas station. Oh, green apple is a gas station. Yeah, <sighs> we're missing all these beautiful pros and doms tangents. All right, so we're like so we're this is live. This is real production here, so. Number four, we'll do one through five, and five we'll do uh, on up. Sound good? Okay. And since it's always pros and doms, I'm going to be shaking the. I am shaking the die, pros, and you tell me when to let go because this is a team team decision here. Okay, I love this. Are you shaking it? Oh, I'm shaking it, baby. And this is going to be on Instagram too. We're going to Instagram. This die uh, to prove that, I mean, I can't really prove it, but you guys have to take my word that this is the number we roll, but we'll put this number on Instagram for all of our listeners. I got a great idea. Let's use, let's roll the die until we get lottery numbers and then play a lottery. Okay. That we're not pros and doms tangent here. How long do you want me to stop? You're just doing this. So I keep rolling and I don't like you pros. So let's go. When are we going to launch this thing? 
so the the Green Apple gas station, uh, there's one there looks like they're only in Long Island now. And they were never heard from again. Uh okay, okay, stop bro. Rolling. Three. Three. Which indicates what again? What were the rules set up One, for the five was uh Story number four, yeah, okay. six through ten, number five. Okay, so this haunted die is determining our destiny right now. Very spooky for the pros and dams Halloween special. Well, summer just left us, uh, so let's let's do the spooky summer getaway. It's like the die new. The spooky summer getaway. When I was younger, my two siblings and I would spend summer weekends away at my cousin's house. Their house was in this region that was pretty isolated and full of farmlands. I remember one day, when I was maybe eight or nine, it was particularly hot. Their house didn't have AC. While the temperatures cooled down at night, it was still uncomfortable. I was sleeping in my older cousin's room when my little sister and I woke up in the middle of the night because it was too stuffy. I decided to go out in the living room because I had remembered that my aunt opened the windows and sliding glass door, so there was at least a breeze in circulation. I don't know how long I was asleep, but I remember waking up what seemed like seconds later. Before I opened my eyes, I had a feeling that someone was watching me. I was facing the couch, and when I finally opened my eyes, I saw a little girl sitting across from me. She wore a dress that looked like it was from the 1890s and was brushing her long, wavy hair. She was a bit transparent, but had a gold tint because of the streetlight that was shining in on her. I blinked, and she put down her brush in her lap, smiled at me, did a little lave, and mouthed hello. I immediately shut my eyes, shot up, and ran back to my cousin's room. I remember only being able to fall asleep because I convinced myself that it didn't happen. When it was morning, I was the last to wake up. I walked into the kitchen where everyone was already eating breakfast. My older brother was in the middle of telling a story. Apparently, he had awoken in the middle of the night too. He had also gone to the living room and was woken up by the feeling that someone else was there too. He saw the same little girl and ran away, just like I had. I freaked out and told him about my identical experience. Sincerely, Cassidy. Well, it sounds like these two idiots... Met each other in the living room in the middle of the night and in the darkness confused each other for each other. Oh yeah. Now I don't I, I don't know uh I don't think that uh we get much Victorian education in school, so I don't know how well this little Cassidy girl is able to access that uh the clothing was from the eighteen nineties. 
not the 1880s or 1900s, but circa 1890s. She could tell by the brooch she was wearing. <laughs> now, it did say she was brushing her long, wavy hair, so it definitely wasn't the older brother that had the long, wavy hair. Creepy. Or was it the older brother just telling the story and she just remembers it as her experiencing that too? I also like... Uh, I also like how the, the kids basically complaining they didn't have AC. Another teenage angst thing. Like, ugh, we don't have AC in the stupid farmhouse. Well, everyone, that was another Pros and Doms experience. I hope you enjoyed the Pros and Doms Halloween special. Hopefully, there's many more. And join us next time on Pros and Doms for... A true Halloween special, if you dare. Ah. Everyone, thanks for listening and have a great night. Follow us on Instagram at Pros and Doms, Twitter at Pros and Doms, P R O S E N D D O M S. Thank you. Take care.